most endeavors that I've been on have been entrepreneurs endeavors and I'm just pushing it forward never backwards kind of sometimes smoking backwards hey I still mm -hmm. fall, fall back skills I never lack but I come right back it's we're here bourbon and boy shorts ready to talk ready to throw down and get real just in depth with the conversation and try to build our nation hey they said Kyle got on a hey. red hat though yeah, I always wear red though. Y'all know that. I always wear red. Stop playing with me, corporate curls. It's my favorite. You color, get this though. work too. <laughs> Fuck. It's my favorite color, bro. So you and me, you know, we, you ain't never seen me act. Like I know it's like shocking to you. Like, damn, this nigga really talks. He don't say nothing. Every time I see him, he just like says hi and buys a drink and just walks off. Like, yeah, I'm animated. Stop playing with me, corporate curls. Right, right, right. You see the drop top? Stop playing <laughs> right. with me! <laughs> I want to eat your kids. I'll pray through to Allah. Uh, wow! Yeah, Mike Tyson. It. Now, come on! I'm not having trouble eat, loading the video. <laughs> no, don't tell me that. Oh, oh, we bet. Yeah, we good. We was always good. Yeah, yeah, we good. Yo, trouble. I never realized how much I like Grandma A, bruh. Because I'm a novice drinker. It's I a, must yes. say. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yo, this day is good as a Yo, let's get yeah. Alright, hold on. Let me get a song and I can uh hey, hey. I'ma just rip the audio from the video. I don't wanna touch nothing else. Yeah, hey. we good. Hold on. Yeah, I just I'll rip the audio from the video. Hey, hey. Chef Savory Sweet is in the building. Chef Savory Nodge Day. Nodge and I. Staging. I actually said her name said her name wrong at the wedding. She was like, um, I just wanna let you know you did a very good job, but you definitely said my name wrong. I was like, your name What'd you say? I said Stasia. And she was like, You said Stasia. I said it like not right. No. And she was like, man, she like, yeah. She gave me the business, like low key. She put a finger in my business, face and all business, that. Business. She put a finger like on my temple and oh, all she that. She did that one, yo. Yeah. Your reflex ain't kicking? I'm I'm proud. Nah, but we was like in front of like other people, so I, I was you. like, all right, bet. Say less. But yeah, you know the swim move come in like It does. But, <laughs> but it was it was because like, yeah, it was in front of like different black people and I didn't know mm. them, so it was like, oh, we don't want like I got you. ever hire this nigga again. Right. Use that word. Use that word. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. We gonna, let, let's let me start it up. You vibe, vibe is through. We gonna talk and everything. Yeah, um, he, he Jay Dilla and me, yo. Yeah. Yo. If, if Jay Dilla went to church, what would he play? Like if they, Jay Dilla went to church, what would he play? What instrument would he play? Like what song? What, what right beat here. would it be? This. All right. Woo. Oh, oh. All right. Well, we, we start every episode with a prayer. Hey. All good. Is that cool? All good. All, right. all good. I wish. I wish a nigga. <laughs> I thought for this. Let's nah. get to it. Let's get to it. <laughs> Yo, we got our animated. All right, we, we gonna go right now. Yeah. Hey. All right. Everyone, please bow your heads, get in your position of peace and prayer. Definitely, Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this moment, Father. We thank you for this hour. Father, thank you for allowing Brother Aaron to come here. Father, we thank you. We've been trying for a while. We've known him for forever. But Father, tonight we get to talk. We get to talk as men. We get to talk as friends, as musicians and entrepreneurs. Father, we ask that you bless us, Father. Bless us when we leave here. Those that are leaving here, Father, give us traveling mercies, Father. Stay with us. Send your angel protection to uh, cover us through the night, Father. And bring your, your peace and your Holy Spirit to, to fill us through the day. Father, these things we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Here we go. Here we, here we go. go. Go to midnight. Yeah, you playing everything good for me. Here we go. Here we go. 
What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Kyle, a.k.a. The Perfect Gentleman. And this is your boy Jay with the Swede Soul and the Velvet Vibes, Lorenz Tall, Mr. Love Jones, Live, All War, Everything, Answer E, All of the Above, a.k.a. Snapple Facts. And we're back. Oh, yeah. With another episode of Bourbon and Boys Shorts, two single fathers, two single guys talking about love life and drinking libations. And who are we inspired yeah. by tonight? Tonight, 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 we are inspired by the Kirkland Signature Barrel, Single Barrel. This is the uh, Costco brand uh, whiskey. Mm. They have several, but this is their uh, small batch single barrel. So it's actually sourced from the Buffalo Trace distilleries. Mm. So if you think of Blanton's, Eagle Rare, uh, even 1792, that's Unk's, one of Unk's favorites. Um, they source that bourbon from there. They find the barrels they like, the flavor, the the, the ones that uh, most uh, fit what they're going for that season. And this is it. So of the Costco ones, this is rare. Like I was in my whiskey group and they posted the picture. So I was like, oh, I got to go pick up. Um, so we got that, and then for our brother, uh, slide that, uh, slide that, slide some whiskey. And speaking of Costco, of course, you know one of my favorite. If, if, if there's an event in this BYOB, I'm gonna walk around with my grandma Yay. So we we drinking the grandma Yay, the super bottle. Um, I'm pouring this nuts. Grand pool bottle. tastes real good. If I may say so myself, slide that if back I do say so myself. So for my people who are visually seeing us, but my people who are also hearing us, we do have a very, very, very special guest in here tonight. Uh, this guest whom we met uh, two years ago um, and it was just really just some like what's up bro oh you did your thing mm -hmm. but then we actually just you know develop a relationship and it's, it's been it's been all good we, we developed a uh, a, a, a vibationship Vibe I like that. I like that right I just made that up we, we developed a vibationship and mm -hmm. this brother um, who we have supported, you know, through other musicians who have been on there from Clarence to uh, Spence. Um, I can't think of nobody else. It's, it's, some, it's somebody mm -hmm. here who, mm -hmm. who we know. But uh, nonetheless, if I forgot you, don't don't take no don't take no gripe from it. But um, we, we've, you know, always shown love. We've always been uh, very uh, <clears throat> proud and happy for this brother who has, you know, grown musically who has grown spiritually and, you know, grown just, just overall as a man, you know, from the time that we met him two years ago to the, you know, up until this, this point that we've been trying to get him on the show. We've got like uh, one more person. I think we got to get on the show. And, and, uh, and he just got his wheels. <coughs> of steel. He just got, it got the wheels of steel back. Yeah. So we, we're going to work on that one. But um, it has been a tremendous, tremendous uh, honor to say that, yo, we can actually say that's, we know this guy, you know what I'm saying? So like, um, I will allow this brother to introduce himself and uh, we can get this thing going. Finally, get this thing going. Finally. So uh, to, <laughs> to my left. We are here after two years. After two uh, It's crazy. We met in 2020. Finally. Yeah, one thing to say. What up, though? What up, though? Who, who is <laughs> you, brother? You still got Detroit. Gotta... <laughs> that's Detroit. What up, though? Yeah, fam. Look, it's so good to be here hanging with y'all, man. Top of 2020, met y'all the first day coming into 2020. Absolutely. I'm with my band. You guys are doing your thing on the drink tip, on the social tip. Yo, vibationship yeah, and libationship. Yo, libationship. Yo, yo, chit. Yo. yo. Salute to libationship. It's, it's been a libationship. I believe in the libationship. Yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you. Talk, with, talk about it. With those three cheers, man, you just came up with your next million dollar idea, man. <laughs> a vibation ship. Yo, real talk. That's a festival, though. A vibation ship festival. Bro, 
I said real talk, and I mean that literally mm-hmm. and figuratively. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's actually real talk. Yeah, you know, we, can make, which we need to make that happen. This is what yeah. we're doing. <clears throat> but well, who are you though? Because they still don't know who you are. My name is Aaron Hill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Aaron Hill. Aaron Hill in the building. So yeah, yeah. I'm Aaron Hill. So, so tell us who you are. Tell us who Aaron Hill is. Aaron Hill is a regular and a humble guy who also at the same time is geomagnetic. Mm. Um, what, in the social studies? Yeah, for real. <laughs> Let me tell you how that came about. All right. <laughs> signing, a, signing a Facebook post uh, a couple months ago, and I was like, pass sincerely yours. What else represents who I am? Geomagnetic. Mm-hmm. Because I just so happen to be able to touch people all across the globe. And, you know, at this point in my life. So I'm just a regular guy who likes to help as many people as I can with all that I have and all that I have to give for as long as I can. I'm a fortunate guy who came from a good background. And so, yeah, I just I just like to spend my time every day trying to help as many people. Amen, man. But as much as I can, that's a blessing. And and let's get rid of the, you're just a regular guy, <laughs> human bro. being, because you're, you're not just a regular human being. Because you <laughs> you wear many hats, and and I, if anybody doesn't know, and I'm sure he's going to get into it. Um, this brother is a uh, key master, mm, when, when like say, the dude in the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't mean literally. Key, I mean keys on the piano because this brother mm. played the the like he 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 gives he gives the piano life right and i want you to actually talk about that you know your beginnings of how you got to the piano and everything like that but this brother like if you ever have came to our house our house on a monday or terra cafe or terra cafe or any building right uh, listening keystone corner anywhere and you've seen this brother you've seen the guy with the dreads and the glasses and the dreads is all over the place and the glasses fogging up yeah you know what I mean? He got he got Kente oils. Kente oil is all over the place, and you know, shea butter, shea butter like shea butter dripping all over the keys, man. It's, it's Aaron. It's Aaron. So we want to, <laughs> we want you know what I mean. And I'm segueing into saying like you know, so so how you got to where you are now, like yeah. being the, the the mad scientist behind the key master, and in a sense behind the keys. Yeah. How did you? Who who put that keyboard in your hand? Who gave mm. you that? I put the ball in your crib. Yeah, yeah. Who, who did that? Who well, did that for you? So I'll start off by saying <clears throat> I started learning how to play the piano at 19 years old. I started mm. playing professionally at 21. I was a hip-hop artist. I'll give you my whole journey in hopefully less than 60 seconds. At 14 years old, I took two Wu-Tang raps and I wrote them down and I recited them back and let me know that I could rap. And then I went from there to being a hip hop artist with a three man group called Verbal Assassins. Mm. Yep, we were in eighth grade, 14 years old. We were doing our thing after school every day. And then at some point in the midst of conscious raps, we were a conscious rap group. We listened to Common, Most Def, Talib Kweli, The Roots. In the midst of all that, I became inspired by my homeboy. I was a lyricist and he was a producer. It was a three man group. Mm -hmm. And at some point I decided to try my hand in production because one of the group members got a girlfriend, got a car and got the hell away from us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) 
long story short, <laughs> long story short is that I was rapping at 14. I became a producer at 16. At 17, I got so infatuated with the and the fact that they could take their music from the studio live that I decided that I wanted to play the piano because the piano was the thing that was most familiar in the studio. So you picked it up at 17. <clears throat> I taught myself how to read music at 17. And that was, <clears throat> that was because I was making music by ear, banging it out on my Insonic uh, drum machine. And I was getting a lot of love from Baltimore producers and New York producers and other people around. So I said, if I could do this this well by ear, what would happen if I learned music? Mm-hmm. And my father happened to have a piano course that was in the house. I happened to take that piano course and every day after work, study, um, learning how to read music. And then it took off from there. And by 19, I had a mentor because I was in church trying to learn how to play. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then at 21, after two years of lessons, I was able to go full time. That's awesome. As a pianist. That's a very short time span though. Yeah. Like you, you did a lot in four four years, sounds like. Yeah, it was a lot in a very short time. Yeah. A lot in a very short time. So here's what happened. When I got the job at 21 to be a full-time musician, I was working a 40-hour-a-week job at, a, at an auto parts store. And this job at the church as an organist was where I could make $100 more a week but I only had to work 12 hours to accomplish this job. So what I did was I took the other 28 hours, I kept my same 40 hour a week schedule, but I put 28 to 30 hours a week into music. I was with a half an hour lunch break each day in the middle of the day. That's dope. So you were still working, you were still (coughs) in the room, in the basement, in the attic, on the keys. I was in the church. Oh, you was in the church, yeah. Yeah, because I got the job and as long as the secretary was there, I could be there. So the secretary was there from nine to four and I was there from nine to four with mm-hmm. a half an hour lunch break at 1230. Playing keys. Playing. Oh, playing I was, I was playing the organ. I was studying piano. I was studying pipe organ. I was studying the drums. I was studying um, the bass. I was studying orchestra. I was going to the library every week and checking out as many materials as I could to yeah. learn everything I could about music because music started off for me as something that was a fun hobby. And then the fact that I was at 21 going full-time made me a kid in a candy store. So now I decided, okay, I got the time to study as much as I can musically. And so I just was a kid in a sandbox, man, studying everything I could musically because it was just fun. Yeah. Go ahead. You said, Prior to becoming a musician, you were in a rap group. Yeah. And you recited two Wu-Tang raps. What were those two raps? Two Wu-Tang raps. Criminology and Liquid Streets. I think, no. Criminology and Liquid, was it Liquid Swords on the other side of that? It was a. That wasn't Wu-Tang was, forever. That wasn't. It was. No, it was Raekwon. Double, it was uh, double-sided um, cassette tape. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Um, I think it was Liquid Swords and Criminology. Yeah. Okay. All right. Spit Criminology. <clears throat> Oh man, I don't remember. Oh, all right. <laughs> that yo, that all right, but all right. that's perfect though. Yeah. Cause now what I need to do is go back to my mm-hmm. roots. Cause that's gonna take me somewhere. So yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. That's where it started. I was on if I give you a little bit go more. Go for context. it. Go for it. So I'm with my brothers. We're at my father's house for the summer. Two of my other brothers. And we're spending time. And my father let us let us hold his walkman. 
and I was into hip hop. I was listening to club, Baltimore club music, and I was listening to '90s hip hop at that time. Mm-hmm. So I had a uh, Raekwon double sided, uh, you know, EP, and we went outside one day. My brothers decided to go and play, and I decided to stay on the porch and listen closely and write down the lyrics. And it opened up my mind to poetry. It opened up my mind to things on another level. I was already a poet at that time. My mother, the book we'll talk about shortly, she, you know, introduced that to me or she brought that to light. But at this point, it opened up to me from a perspective of rap. And then that led me to, well, maybe I could write my own rap. Mm -hmm. And then it unfolded from there. Yeah. So, so, So you went from that's that's cool as hell so you went from rap which which the rap that you looked at it you looked at it as poetry because rap is poetry in in, in, in a sense or in its rarest form it's poetry yeah so you went from that to poetry all the while still trying to balance your your hip-hop love with your church love right that like that's that's a lot you know what i'm saying but it's also good because you're 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 very well versed in knowing how to code switch mm-hmm. and, and also knowing how to play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so if you could like, you know, elaborate on that, elaborate on that and you know, how your mom played a part in, in as far as like, uh, the, the book situation. At age five, my gifts were uncovered by my mother when for Christmas, she bought me my first record player. Okay. So that's dope. 26 records, one for every letter with songs that made me dance and learn my alphabets better. At eight, I was good at rhyming words, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know it until one day my mom said, you're a really good poet. (laughs) It was Mother's Day. (laughs) (laughs) It was Mother's Day, but I was so surprised because all I did was give her a card with thoughts and words that I rhymed. But then at age 14, I asked two friends from school if we could start a rap group. Cause I thought that would be so cool. They said yes. So we got together every day and made our own songs in the most fun way. Just said to y'all was, this is the first part of my children's book. I was about to say like, bro, do you know that you're rhyming right now? Cause I was like, hey, real quick, you know, yeah, you're, right, you know right. you're rapping right now, right? Yeah, so everybody clearly Aaron has developed and created a, a, a children's book. And I want to get to that, but go. I want, I want to, I want to walk us through. Let's walk us through, baby. So how Take do we get time. to that? Take right, because you're 17, you're, you're playing gospel. Um, Learning, learning the organ, piano, yeah. drums. Like, how are you teaching yourself? Because at 17, at 19, at 20, yeah, the cats yeah. you gig with now have gotten that foundation. Right. Like, I'm playing with Spencer. And at 17, I'm playing with Spence. He's first chair. Right. Right? Or second chair. He's the solo chair. Um, yeah. Clarence is on the other. Actually, Clarence is uh, at, at the show at that time. Yeah. Right? And they're getting that foundation, cutting their chops. Yeah. On the jazz standards. Like, I watch you get up and play, like, Somebody don't know it or struggling. I watch you kick people off the keys and like, all right, or or call <laughs> out the chords, right? Them, yeah. How do you gain that? Yeah, knowledge from books, right? And you had a mentor. Most church musicians have some jazz in them or yeah, some R and B in them. All right, how do you how do you get that? Because it's not easy. It's not easy. But let me tell you what happened, bro. Oh my gosh, this is so good, man. I've been waiting for this for two years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so here's what happened. I'm rapping. You're rapping. Bars. At some point in these three in this three man group, my homeboy 
we're all like we're all dudes that are positive have positive parents and so we like we're excelling when i was 16 years old in 97 i had a job that was paying ten dollars and fifty cents an hour because one of our parents got us that job i was making 250 dollars a week in 97 with no bills at home like i'm i'm from that's a yeah. pair of jordans and some change <laughs> left over yo yo i'm trying to tell you right that's so, crazy right <clears throat> so me and two other my friends from around neighborhood we're in this group we're constructively building we're making songs and that kind of thing but we're also very intelligent and very positive mm -hmm. so one of my homeboys he was one of the first in our whole crew to have a car at 16. he got a car he had a girlfriend and he got the hell away from us. absolutely but during that same time though during that same time what happened was i was like i can't let the group go down mm -hmm because mm -hmm. we're doing too well. We released a single in school. We went platinum because our 10th grade music teacher let us sell class uh, tapes in a um, social studies class. And we sold like 24 tapes in 97. So we went platinum. Like it, hey, was, like it was really, really good, yeah. right? So at some point, what happened was when he, when he took off, mm -hmm. that's when I discovered my musical talent. Ah, yeah. it was a blessing. It was the fact that we were already in the studio together, so I knew how beats work. So I tried my hand at it, and then I realized I had a gift. And so from there, this is the, the progression. <clears throat> this is the progression. We were in the studio sampling records. Yeah, Yamaha keyboard, five five track keyboard. Mm -hmm. We were sampling, but then when I started taking over making beats for the group, um, I bought an ASR. X, which is like an the MPC, beat machine. Yeah, yeah. Beat machine. I was sampling, but I didn't have records, but my family had digital cable. So what I did was I had a four track. I would hook it up to the digital cable box every day before Download school. Download the box. <clears throat> yeah, every day before school. And it was where you had, we had those. Mm -hmm. I took a Maxell tape, 60 minute tape. And every day before I went to school, I would put it on a different music channel. One day it'd be opera, one day it'd be jazz, one day it'd be neo soul, one day it'd be gospel. And I would record that when I came home, I listened to the tape and that was my records. That's what I would use to chop, to like listen and make beats from. So I was exposing myself to all the music mm -hmm. and giving myself so much ear training without even knowing it. I'll pull it so that's, <clears throat> no doubt. Yeah, so, be yeah, perfect. So that's what happened. And then, so what allows me to do what I do in jazz is the fact that what jazz is, is being able to be in the moment and apply what is called for in a moment or what feels good in a moment. And I learned that because I exposed myself to so much music mm -hmm. that, yeah. How do you, that's crazy. That's, that's giving you, and your then having church <laughs> and then having church and devotional service for 10 yeah. years where people get up and then just sing things out of the blue, which you makes you, you yeah, it. you got to catch it. You got to use all that you know. You got to trust yourself. You got to trust the process. You got to be okay with failing. You got to do all the things that we know really develop mm. you. So all those things together. Talk about know. being okay with failing. Yeah. There's trust in the process, but part of the process is failing. Talk about being trusting yourself and failing in musicianship. So all you have to do is learn that failing is actually just succeeding. You're learning how to, you, when it's by process of elimination, when you find out all the ways to not do something, then you only left with one thing, the way to do it. So it's, a, so it's the same thing as success. It's just a different road, 
But the thing is, it gives you so many other things because life isn't about things always working out. A lot of times things don't feel good. A lot of times things don't work out. So it gives you the ability to be able to face that mm-hmm. and then be able to still move through because he's preaching. Because the truth is, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you because because the truth of the matter is a lot for everything that we are persevering at, like the actual breakthrough, what have you, however you look at it, I mean, however you um, label it, that is literally, it could be right on the other side mm-hmm. of the interaction or of the meeting or of the podcast or whatever. Right. It also could not be. Hmm. And it could be doom and gloom from the rest of it. The point though is that it could be. And so sometimes, and so when it is, mm-hmm then being able to say, I know this doesn't look well, but I can still move through is the thing that gets you there. That's all it is. Yeah. That, that is, <laughs> that is like, that's really amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you. I, I think for, for me, you know, we, we, we were talking earlier and for everybody who wasn't able to hear, like we were talking about just basically how music is very influential to us, but we never really got into the conversation of how, you know how you make music and how you know mm-hmm. music move, moves you to move your hands to pick the keys that you pick to you Let's know make the music you know what i mean make the music that you make yeah i was asked a question one day shout out to josh uh church barber mm-hmm. i was asked a question one day by him he was like yo if you had the opportunity to make music do you think that you can mm-hmm. and i wholeheartedly i was like hell yes yeah man and i was just like yes how do i do that and then listening to you the things that I would do, the things that I've done as far as like how to listen to music and yeah. the, and the way that I would like try to incorporate music into my life. Yeah. I, I wish I would have had like the, the smarts to be like, yeah, let me record this. You I know what I'm saying? I do. Get and it's it. like, you know, yeah. you look at the, you look at the producers that are out there, you know, I know you, we talked about you being a Dilla fan, like Dilla's your guy. Right. But we, you know, you look at Kanye, how he, how he listens to his music and the music that he Genius. was just putting himself on. Yep. You know what I mean? Genius. Um, Timberland. Yep. Swiss Beats. Um, yep. And not even just those super producers, but like even guys like Ninth Wonder, guys that I listen to. also super you know, super, <laughs> no, But I'm just saying that. Right. Yeah. Ninth, ninth, ninth is there, but yeah. he's not there like the Timberland and Swiss. Yeah. So you got guys like Tall Black Guy, who I was talking about, um, Slock of the Beach Child, uh, E. Jones, who we listened to earlier, who he was freestyling over. That's mm. E. Jones. Um, mm. And all these other producers, and there's so many more producers that's out there. And it's like, I think my infatuation with how people pick their records and their music, for me, it, that's where I'm infatuated. Because yeah. it's like, how do you... What made you yeah. think that that sound is going to work? Go with that. You know what I'm saying? Experience and education. And and and, and uh, what's the word? Exploration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Experience, education, and exploration. Yeah. Exploration. Which, and exploration comes out of yeah. having experience and education. You feel free to explore. Yeah. And and I think that's, that's so... Me personally, I feel like that's so... And Robert Glasper. We're listening to Robert Glasper yeah. right now. Nobody right. can hear. But Robert Glasper is another guy who... I feel like would be if Robert was if you weren't here, Robert would be here talking. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's 
So it. it's like one of those guys where it's like, well, what music were you listening to to, to right. influence you? And it's like, you know, you listen to what they play. Yeah. And it's like, yo, this is a vibe. And it's very hip hop. It's very, right. it's very hip hop and R&B and pop. But then it's like, otherworldly. there's some classical <laughs> yeah. elements in there. There's very, some opera yes. influence in Everything. there. There's some gospel in there. There's jazz. There's all these elements. And yes. for you to just, for people, for people to just have one type of ear yeah. towards music yeah. is, is very it's, it's very disheartening to yeah. hear and see because it's like, yo, I get it. Yeah. Like your, our bodies are like we talked about. Our bodies are are channeled to a frequency to yeah. that we want to hear. And it was one day I got stuck in traffic and I just turned on like uh, a alternative rock uh, rock station. And I was like really jamming out. Like, yeah. damn. That shit was really firing, but I'm like, I can't go play this. <laughs> I can't go play this. <laughs> I can't go play this with certain people, and they're gonna look at me like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Like, nah, they, this is fire. So I, I just feel that you know, with what you were doing, and a lot of us, uh, musical enthusiasts are doing out here, yeah. is is very underappreciated because there's so much good music, and it doesn't always have to come from one color. Yeah, because music is colorless, right? Yeah. Cause it's all color at the same yeah. time. At the same time, it's color. Who'd you thought? How much is the book? Um, we we haven't gotten oh, it yet. Oh, How fault. much is the book? The gems, the We Are Gems book is twenty dollars. God, there you go, folks. The, those that have access, twenty dollars. But but AaronHillsWorld.com. AaronHillsWorld.com. Oh. Uh, Plan in the church. Yeah. So you're cutting your teeth in the church now. Yeah. You, you you have your nine. You have your time. You're working, but. From nine to five, you're at the church whenever the secretary is there. Mm -hmm. It lends me to believe, at least at that period in your life, there's a level of spirituality in you. Yeah. Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Specific. Oh, he just sneezed. Okay, we're cool. That's still the Holy Spirit. Just bring him back into you, right? How was how is spirituality playing into your music now? So you, you have that heavy the, the the church influence, yeah, spiritual influence. So sp and, and you and you're teaching yourself other things, and you you're, you're studying musicians that that did drugs. Like, yes. How are you? How was <laughs> good <laughs> ones? No, no, some of the best, good right? Ones. I'm being yo. No good drugs. Good drugs. <laughs> pure, the purest of the pure, the stickiest of the iggy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Come in, August. <laughs> no, but seriously, how 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 was the church influencing you at the time? Because because you, you, you're teaching yourself at the at the time how to play keys, right? Music, right? And you're in this environment, yeah. Heavy spirituality, hundred percent. Yeah, spirituality is life. It's just a creative name that people like to use to describe life. Mm. And that's okay because we use creative things all the time we use adjectives to explain things the trouble though is when we forget that they're adjectives and we believe they're nouns and then we're unpack that we forget that they're adjectives and believe that they are nouns yeah so descriptive, <clears throat> descriptive versus tangible yeah. yeah so i'm a person right now that doesn't use the word spirituality in its vocabulary and at the same time when people talk about spirituality it's the same thing that that I deal with every day, you know, life. Clarence is in the building. In the building. What up, CW three? Yeah, man. Um, so 
the way that it plays a part is by the by what I learned from my time in church. When I look at what we call spirituality, I just look at life. It's just life in general. It's just every facet of life. The ups and downs, the goods and bads, the fun, the not so fun, the laughs, the cries, just everything. The molecules, the, just everything. Mm -hmm. So I'm a person that is very inward. I'm outward and inward, but I'm very inward when it comes to exploration. So for me, it's just about having experiences regularly, continuing to build social connections. And what happens is that's what you hear coming through the music. Mm -hmm. So we could, we could definitely talk about like Dilla. We could talk about Prince. We could talk about the roots. We could talk about gospel. We could talk about everything. But what I realized is that the most iconic musicians are people that are actually just speaking their lived life experience through their music. So spirituality for me mm -hmm. would just be life and having as many experiences that I can, that teaches me, that grows me and that allows me through the music to just be myself and just say what I'm feeling in the moment and know that the people will appreciate it and who it's for or is get it. it. And that's all that matters. I get it. How do you know who your music is for? By not thinking that it's not for anybody. Mm -hmm. Like the way that I know who it's for is just by who feels it. When I, when I'm determined to just do what I'm, what I'm going to do. do. Yeah. That's it. I built a six figure company from 2008 to 2014 off of that principle of oh, just like who my shit is for is who it's for. And that was a gospel company doing what playing music. Curating? I built, yeah, I built when I was playing gospel music, I realized that there were more places that needed music than they were skilled and qualified musicians. Absolutely. So I took my hip hop production skills and merged them with my new infatuation with live music and decided I wanted to make tracks that sound like a live band. And so I, from there, I built a company where I created over a thousand tracks and put over mm -hmm. 2000 videos on YouTube and serviced the whole world globally with soulful gospel tracks. Yeah, it's dope. Fruitionmusic.net. <clears throat> Is it still in existence? It's, my, it's still my bread and butter, although I don't play in church anymore and I'm no longer Christian. Really? Can we talk about that? All day, every day. What, what? Hey, could we do it after these messages? Yeah, you Nature's calling. Yo, turn this up all right, right here. All right, let me, let me, let me get this. Dun, dun. Yo, this is this. Music Soul Child, Robert Glasper, from the Covered he came the in covers. a Donnie Simpson commercial break. That's what it is, <laughs> yo. It is the it is the covered album. Gonna be Robert right Glasper. back after these messages. <laughs> this is groovy, baby. Groovy. This is one of the songs that my trio plays too. So it's my all favorite right. joint. We're gonna smooth it out a all little right, you bit. You gonna have to step over yeah. through the chords. All good. That's yeah. the fun of the game. It is. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> a shout out to everybody in the building. A bit with the um, what do y'all think of our brother Aaron? Um, this is a phenomenal brother. Uh, when he comes back, I'm going to ask him about playing uh, at Lake Montebello. So you'll randomly be jogging at the lake and you'll hear, you'll hear a keyboard. And as you get to the front, you'll see a brother with dreads and an a, and a amp. And he's playing. So when he comes back, I want to ask him about that.
What you thinking so far, Kyle? This is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a little commercial break. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yo, this is a. Hey, if you want to sponsor Bourbon and Boy Shorts podcast, this is a great opportunity right now to <laughs> get your commercials in. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-two, thirty-second commercial, sixty-second yeah. commercials, mid podcast. Uh, rolls right here. So this is a great opportunity, <laughs> right here in front of me, right Tired here in front of, your of me. Hair. What you, what you can see right. right here will be your ad, your logo could go right here. Yes. Your logo could go right here. Yes. In the live stream forever. Forever. I gotta so, I gotta yeah. I'ma plug it. I'ma plug it. Uh corporate <laughs> curls. Hair frizzy. Hair not curling right. Come on down to corporate <laughs> curls. <laughs> come Actually, on. Actually though, do come on down where do it, do it. Come on down to corporate curls. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Corbett yeah. Girls, you gotta let me do your commercial. I swear. Nah, Corbett Girls is official though. Like, nah, yeah, she, she, she official. Get. We making fun, but yo, Corbett Girls, like, get what? Tell me one of your sponsors. We can put that logo right here. TNT Diva, Hennessy Moet logo could go right here. Hennessy, yeah, yeah. 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 Don't let us get that Henny, that yo, Henny shout plug. Out, shout out the the the, the Chic Nick. We oh, can. Yeah. We might have to talk about that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Niggas ain't hit me up about shaking that. Niggas surely did though. But they did. Cool. That's what's up. I was just at the crib. I see, next thing I know, I see my nigga. That nigga was flying. Everybody like, put in the chat. I was like, yo, what you going to do? That's wild as fuck. Like, niggas just. I told everybody, like, yo. Yeah. Hey, man, you know, like, where you at, bro? I met she go. Oh, like, yeah. I'm gonna pull I, I, told, up. I, told, I tell everybody in advance. Nah, but it's all good. What I you hate when the homies, like, you give it you, you tell them. I get it. You tell them to play, and they don't. Nah, I get it, though. They follow up late. My brother did the same thing. I'm like, yo, L. crazy. Like, niggas still could just give a reminder, like, yo, don't forget. Like, but it's cool, yo. But you ain't, you ain't want to remember. It's all right. I put it in my phone yeah, and remember, though. Good, I, I yeah. put it in my calendar. You could have sent me the same text, though. It's crazy. I did. Though. I put yeah, it in, like, yo, <laughs> he did. That's crazy. I get it, though. You see, I'm not, like, because you know you're wrong, bro. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> Come on. So, yo, yo, you pulling up? Nah, yo, nah, I got something to do. Uh, I never said that. Go ahead to Joe Scott. I got something else to do. This nigga posting up, got his little. Got his yeah. little short shorts on. I did, and yo. Shit. And my no hat. socks with his brown no socks. <laughs> they, they not brown. They Kanye. They not brown. They was no Kanye. Yeah, whatever. I'm hating because they not it's brown. like, damn, I would have had an outfit like that too. They not brown, yo. They Kanye. They brown to me. They brown. I don't respect it. They not Kanye because I wasn't there. They was Kanye if I was there. They brown. Fuck what you talking about. Get off me, Aaron, because I'm hot. I'm with you. Stop touching me, bro, because I'm hot, bro. Like, nah, this nigga was posted up with like everybody else. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I'm at, and I'm then, at, I meet, and I'm then at be, the, I was with the regional. Uh, and then it'd be so crazy, like, yo, damn, like, I really wanted to hit this nigga up, but I know, like, yo, I know his Gemini shit. He be like, it's only in the summertime. I can't really like spend too many days with him in the summertime. But the nigga got time to spend the time with everybody else and shit. And I'd be like, that, that's fuck. Oh shit, the Gemini. Yeah, but I was like, that's real crazy oh, about him, yo. I hit my man first, yo. Uh, that's yo that's like, yo, we up, could, yo, we had a cabana yeah, the podcast funny. if you was if you was pulling up, <laughs> yeah, but you ain't pull up. Okay. That's crazy. That's niggas crazy. Not hit my phone, bro. I'm not even. What do you my, mean? Pardon my back, nigga. You getting the cold shoulder? Don't said that. The December shoulder, yo. You gonna oh, give me the December man. shoulder, yo? Yeah, bro. That's crazy. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. The corner, like yo, yeah, yeah, everybody, yeah. like yo. But it's the move, yo. This is the move. This nigga posted. So I told you, I told you the the, the, the September move. You remember that one? Nah, no. That is my pose. Fuck. Yo. Where's Kyle at? <laughs> <laughs> everybody keep asking, was asking me. I'm like, I don't know. 
I gave him the, like he with baby girl, yo. You know, it's his time. It's his time. Yeah. <laughs> None of that shit. But anyway, Aaron, thanks for coming on the show, man. It's hey, good to see you. He's like, no. I mean, I mean, if he to catch these trades, nah. <laughs> nah, that's that the commercial break. Yeah. I'm just arguing with this nigga every commercial. That was everything. And let me tell you something else, nigga. Right, right. And another thing. That and another everything. thing. Everything. But yeah, so uh, where were we at the book? We were we were going to. Uh, we were talking about the Christian Christianity specifically, mm-hmm. the influence it had on Aaron's music. On but music, yeah. you mentioned you're no longer Christian. Right. Let me tell yeah. you something. Right before. What does we that mean? So the best thing, the best thing about playing in the church, is that you learn how to feel the vibe and the spirit of a room and of people. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn. You actually learned what my friends were learning at Organic Soul at the same time when a Organic, organic Soul, soul. The days, right? Yo, that was back with M and Eden's Wednesdays. Yeah, yes. yeah. You learn that because you have to really listen. Um, so the church taught me how to play the vibe of a room, how to feel out things, and play the right thing for the right people, and you know that kind of thing, and not be just based on a program that I have set beforehand you know, via songs I've chosen and rehearsals I've done. Like my preferred way to play right now is no rehearsal. It's just vibes only. It's just vibes what, only. Vibes only. Vibe curation. Straight off the top. Vibe curation. <clears throat> yeah. So I was Pentecostal holiness from You was Jesus Jesus. Five, yeah, I was yeah. yeah. From five to twenty eight or so. I was I got a chance to go full time at 21 and after the first two years of like just being so focused on the music and just playing the right music and just you know doing my part i learned because that was the right position for me to be in a shoe that was a little bit bigger for me to fit because i couldn't wait to have the opportunity so you could grow into it yeah man it was great and my dream was come true after two years that's the worst thing ever too <laughs> at the same time why is that because now what the, th- mm-hmm. the thing that you've been trying to achieve, if you don't have the next thing, but I'm here. Now what? So yeah. it's interesting you say that because I feel you. I, what I realize is it depends on who you are. It's like, for me, because my mother's a 36-year school teacher, like, education for me is what people go to the mall to buy necklaces to, mm-hmm. like, that feeling. That's what, like, ed- like, literally the fact that right now I don't know how to fly a plane. But I could if I wanted to. It's like, yo, that's everything. That's gold that's for fun, me. Man. That's for yo, I love you know, my mom told me my mom took me to the um the library, Enoch Pratt Library every Saturday. Was checking out books. So that was my education mm-hmm. and that was my entertainment. So anyway, but fast forward. <clears throat> We're here in the church. At some point after two years, I got the music under my hands. Like it was now I could it was on autopilot, so to speak, mm-hmm. and then I was now looking to the next level and i started looking more closely at the doctrine and the theology and these were things that i had already been through for my whole life Mm -hmm. but they started looking different to me right and so at some point i started realizing there was some psychological things going on there and some questions started to arise and one of the biggest questions was like it was it happened on a communion Sunday and watching us go through the ritual and watching us go yeah. through all the things that I know. But I was but all of a sudden it dawned on me and I was like, wait a minute. Something that 
is really happening like some other dimension is something really supernatural <clears throat> happening or is this us and this is a mechanism that gets us out of our own way to receive something that maybe is actually already there but it's just that we're used to this kind of ritual of going through it right and that question led me on a whole path of studying every major religion going to school for theology studying with Yale University, religious studies, everything, you know? Mm -hmm. And it robbed me at the place of being a secular humanist and an atheist. Shout what? out Coach B. Coach B, I haven't seen you in a minute. Shout out Coach B. Hey, Coach B. <coughs> Sorry. Not yeah, at all. Yeah, I miss Coach B. What up, Coach? What did you find in studying all of the religions? <clears throat> what did you find about them? I found two major things. Number one, that as we all know, all human beings are searching for the same thing to feel love, acceptance, a place of belonging, a sense of identity. And with this advanced subconscious, with this advanced brain, where we have the ability to be super subconscious and know about mortality and these things, it starts to arise the questions of life, like why's and the what's and well, what am I here for? And what am I gonna do? And what am I gonna do until this time? So it let me know that number one, there's a silver line and it runs through everything. Everybody desires the same things. And for the most part, it's trying to achieve those things. Mm -hmm. But we all come from different places where we just do it days. The second thing it helped me to realize is that we are uncomfortable with saying, I don't know. We're more comfortable with putting things into our places of answering questions, even if they don't make sense, just as something there that makes us feel more safe than saying, I don't know. Yeah, those were the two biggest things. Those are the two biggest things. Did, what did you find as far as similarities mm -hmm. or differences, but specifically similarities as you studied? Well, it's just reiterating what I said. We want all the same things. Mm -hmm. um, the differences came in like we don't understand each other when we come from when we're when we come from different places in uh even just the regions of our world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, so tribalism yeah. is something that, e that, that, you know, brings us into a place of having a, like, this is a right path and this is a wrong path or these, you know, people are against me or these kind of things. Um, so tribalism brings us together. Um, but it's also a thing that separates us. So it, it flung me deep into psycho into psychology. Okay. I talk about it a lot in, in my book here. Mm -hmm. It flung me deep in psychology. We want the same things. Yeah. Um, sometimes in order to have a sense of belonging and identity, identity, we willingly support things that separate us. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes we care more about our thoughts about reality being justified and validated than things that actually would make us feel better about reality or make us feel good. Yeah. It. <clears throat> One last thing about that, something I looked at in looking at all major religions is that to your point, I guess we all want the same thing, but I mm -hmm. think we all believe or all religions have a similar thing. Love your neighbor, love yourself, do good for mankind. Right. And that, that has always struck me. This is my personal belief. Yeah. I'm still Christian. I still believe in Jesus. Yeah. However, I still, I, 
I do believe that there's not necessarily a wrong religion. Yeah. Because they we all are doing the same things That's in it. every religion. That's it. So how can you how can you say you believe in whatever it is and it still say love everybody else? Yeah. Help everybody else. Yeah. And be the best person you can. Yes. If that's the general theme of everything, everybody's Christian. And everybody's whatever the other religions are. Yeah. Because we're all doing the same exact thing. Yeah. It's just you have different rules. Just like we grew up in different households. We all were groomed to be great people. We just had different rules. Mm-hmm. I had to be in at 8. You had to be in by 8.30. You had to be in by when the streetlights on. We still had rules. Same concept, get in before it get dark. Yeah. It was just different, you know, it's different rules. So I think at the at the end of the day, whatever you believe in, follow the rules, the air quotations rules, and I think we we all end up well. I agree. It's, you know, I think the only place where we get in trouble, and this is what I love about, I'm a human, mm-hmm. right? And so that's why earlier when we talk about being a human being, I don't call it necessarily being a regular human being because I think that's what happens. We've we've created this, you know, it's it's dichotomy. We've yeah. created this separation between being human and then being or being something that's, and what we keep doing is keep downgrading what it means to be human. Mm-hmm. But honestly, that's what I also love about being at the tail end of being a, a millennial and then even further, which is why I was happy to hear your ages earlier, yeah. because what I notice is that as you get younger and younger, that separation is not happening. Our generations are accepting more and more that to be human is okay and that you're not some wretched sinner undone and deserving of death and all these other things even if that is at the core of the theology that we accept it's like at the same time that's not the world that we're growing up in so it's not taking hold as much i'm happy about that because now after three years in psych and psychotherapy and psychology and some of the things that i initially felt in that church service when i was looking at the communion i was like wait a minute there's something else going on here and then now with study, <clears throat> I'm encouraged by the fact that we are getting to the point where we can deny reality less and less mm-hmm. and where we have to actually deal with things in a realistic way as they are. Yeah, as they are. Yeah, and that that's good. That's evolution, though. I mean, that honestly, and that's why I said earlier, when things happen in life, <clears throat> it doesn't it doesn't surprise me, even though it's amazing, because evolution literally is just one thing for us when it comes to conscious and subconscious and that's just that it keeps elevating the more that we know the more we know and the more we realize we don't know which allows us (laughs) to be more humble and chill and be more okay you know it's just it's just it's just what it is if you want to call it good it's good whatever i'm an optimistic nihilist so all that means what was the other word optimistic nihilist. nihilist nihilist so what that means is I believe in life like an artist believes in a canvas, that there's no inerrant bottom line meaning to life, but that meaning to life is ascribed by the individual that's actually living life, which is why you can have some people that don't have such good cards dealt, that don't aren't able to paint the picture of a meaningful life and do things like we have the freedom to do, mm-hmm. and why we're sitting here and have the ability to do the things that we do. What it means is that I'm always thinking, you know, um, mm-hmm. shot glass half full, which is why I pull it so much. Pour it so much. Look, absolutely, <laughs> as, as you as you as you should have, as you should have. Yeah. Um, yes. Anyway. No. 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 Yeah. To to that evolution, I believe that's how you evolve from a student to a group to a rapper to a producer, yeah, to a musician, 
to an author. Right. Tell us about your book. We Are Gems. This is a book that I created um, that that we released, actually. My team and I mm-hmm. released in this last month. We Are Gems. Gems is an Where can acronym. you find it? AaronHillsWorld.com. Absolutely. All right. Gems is an acronym. Yep. Yep. Um, Gems is an acronym for gifted, educated, mindful, and successful. It started off in 2016 as a podcast where I wanted to take 20 years of entrepreneurship and help out as many people as I could. And Gems meant giving everyone my science. Mm. Yeah. And it still means that. So now it means multiple things. Yeah. So We Are Gems is a children's book um, that I'm also excited about for adults. And we'll talk about that in a bit and um it's my whole life story it's an autobiography my whole life hmm. story in f- six minutes because it's a rap and then uh in 30 pages pick out your favorite page my favorite page at age five my gifts were uncovered by my mother when for christmas she bought me my first record player. open it up what, what, what does that page look like we don't yeah. give it all away we just we are teasing with something <laughs> Yeah, and it's all good. Cause the more the better. Oh wow! Yeah. Who did the illustration? Oh yeah, right there. Yeah, you. Yep. My best friend Coco Lorraine Vera did the illustration. Best friend from Canada. Can we see that? Yeah. Best friend from Canada mm-hmm. did the the illustrations. No, it's a phenomenal job. Absolutely. Like three weeks, she had this whole thing conceptually done. And then we worked on that from edit and we worked from there as far as editing and that kind of thing. But in three weeks, this whole concept was done. She's also done a couple other of her own children's books and that kind of thing. So she has that experience in education. That's amazing, man. Like, so, so this, this book is an autobiography of you of my life. Now, from what point to what point is it from age five until right now? Oh, okay. That's amazing gifted educated mindful success i was in the gate program in baltimore city gifted mm-hmm. gifted and talented education okay so it's crazy because like when you hear the message in this and see where we're going with this this is like an evolution of that who buys this book everybody who is this for everybody because i heard you say it's for adults so there's a meaning for adults excuse me as well yeah Mm-hmm. For children, it's an entrepreneurship roadmap to success and a, and a self-esteem roadmap to success, a mindfulness and meditation road to success. For parents, is the same thing because a lot of times when a kid like me was able to come through like this, I didn't have the inhibitions and the constructs that parents have. So that means when parents look at it, they can see it with freedom and not with the constructs. Mm-hmm. Um, but also for adults, especially that know me, it's a way to actually understand my life, my mm-hmm. whole life from beginning all the way until now. And my mother's role and the other circumstances that played a part in the individual that sit here, sits here today. Yeah, respect to that, man. Thank um, you. That's an amazing feat <clears throat> because uh, I was talking to somebody this morning and they were like, uh, books are still books are still essential right yeah. mm-hmm. no matter digital or physical yeah. books are still essential and he was like you know if you want to hide something from a black man he said black man book. specifically put it in a book mm. and i think your book shouldn't mm. be wow. this this shouldn't be hidden this shouldn't be a hidden gem like you know what i mean this needs yes. to be exposed yes so i play on words but it, sh- nah, it shouldn't right be on. a hidden gem right on um i right definitely want to 
definitely want to uh make sure that this this book is is out there um i want to also like not challenge but ask you know if if you have time you can talk to some of the kids in my job i would love to and uh you know make sure that book is out there even though you know it's it's a lot of pictures and it's a picture book and colors and all that stuff like that but it's something that they can relate to because they need they need also relatability but it's a book that it's a, it's a real person you yeah know, it's not just something that you pick in a library and it's like uh, let me just pick this because it looked cool like it's something that somebody who you can physically see touch and and hear yes. may have a similar story to to outreach that so yes um we definitely want to support this book as, as much as possible i would love honestly it takes five minutes to read this book i would love to actually read it right now and knock it out. Is that I was cool? hoping, yeah, come on. I didn't know if you wanted to or not. <clears throat> so I'm gonna show y'all the pictures. Right, let, me, let me get a good angle. We are gems, gifted, educated, mindful, and successful. Did you know that we are all gems in our own special way? Hey, let me get this beat. This beat <laughs> in the Real talk. In fact. It's on you, brother. You got to get a <laughs> Okay. So this character in this book, his name is A.A. Ron. And if you're Kieran. Oh, Pierce, my God. Kieran Pills. I should know y'all. A.A. Ron. <clears throat> Check it out. We are gifted, educated, mindful, and successful. We're You're gifted, educated, mindful, successful together we're gifted, gifted educated, educated mindful, mindful and successful we are g-e-m-s gems g-e-m-s gems at age five my gifts were uncovered by my mother when for christmas she bought me my first record player 26 records one for every letter with songs that made me dance and learn my alphabets better. Hey. At eight, I was good at rhyming words, but didn't know it until one day my mom said, you're a really good poet. See, it was Mother's Day, but I was so surprised because all I did was give her a card with thoughts and words that I rhymed. At age 14, I told two friends from school that we should start a rap group and that would be so cool. They said yes, so we got together every day and made our own songs in the most fun way. 15 i started messing around on the keys and discovered i had a gift i got really really good at creating loops good enough to use for songs in my hip-hop group i am gifted educated mindful and successful you're gifted educated yep mindful you hear it successful together we're gifted educated mindful and successful we are g-e-m-s gems g-e-m-s we are gems i was having so much fun so i decided to ask my music teacher if i can make beats in class he said yes so i hold up I was having so much fun, so I decided to ask my music teacher if I can make beats in class. He said, yes, as long as you don't disturb the other students. And this is how I started my career as a producer. And you won't believe what happened next. One of my teachers let us rap for our class project. She even let us sell tapes so there were none left. We got so much respect, it boosted our confidence. In my imagination now, my path will be so clear. As a backup to rap, I also engineer to help other artists like me to record their best. 
This will surely put me on the track to success. Graduated high school in the 11th grade. Happy about all the progress I had made. Sold tapes, made beats, and wrapped in school plays. Teachers could see my gems shining through the school hallways. I am gifted, what? educated, yeah. mindful, and successful. You're gifted, I am. educated, mindful, I be. and successful. Together, we're gifted, yep. <laughs> yep. educated, yep. <laughs> nice, uh, and successful. Gifted. We are GE. M S G E M S. So I wanted to take my music to another level. So I said, hmm, what if I learned the piano? That's Ooh. it. I get a course and learn to read, and that'll make me even better at my hip hop beats. I learned happy birthday and other nursery rhymes and made my own piano song straight from my mom. My dreams are coming true, and I was in my flow. But there was something that would almost make me give up, though. See, I wanted music to be my profession, and for that dream to come true, I would need music lessons plus. I wanted to play by ear at will and that is a very 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 hard skill hey. and then one day while visiting a church i tried to play a song but couldn't and my feelings were hurt the church oh. musician came over and said please to meet you he said you should let me be your teacher i'm gifted gifted educated uh, mindful, mindful and successful <laughs> you're gifted I am. educated mindful and successful we're gifted we educated mindful and successful we are g-e-m-s say the gems we e-m-s took lessons for two years and at 21 music finally had become my profession the first in my family to be a musician so i called my music company fruition i went back to what music first meant to me it's made me happy in life it's my therapy i like to share with my friends and my family and make the smile move and dance so freely music calms us puts us to sleep and entertains us even made me fascinated with the human brain and now i'm studying and practicing all kinds of things like how to use my for music to make positive change so lastly hear me very very clearly okay we are our gems no matter how we're feeling you will succeed and if you're ever in doubt just shout these four words out and just say i'm gifted, gifted. educated, educated. You're mindful, mindful and successful hey. you're gifted educated <laughs> mindful we're successful together we're gifted educated and we are mindful therefore we are successful we are g-e-m-s say it Gems, G E M S, say it, gems. Hey, and that's the whole, whole book. That's flyer. I know they're feeling real shook. And I took their candy, but giving back more money because I preach entrepreneurship and my message. If I don't have that, I'm teaching you how to not stress and how to feel your breath and how to slow it real down and just get some rest. I just freestyle because it was since 97. Like I said, wrap around the clock like 7, 11, 3, 65 days, days of the year. And if I don't stop, I'm going to shed a tear because it's been a long time since we got real here. And my man to my right is kicking the beat so dear. And we're, when we're in the frequency and the vibration, we're cur curating. Yo, you, come on, you like. Like Smith, I'm gonna have a crazy ad lib on face. You just gotta go with it. <laughs> yo, yo, that, that tight, yo, that my, tight, yo, hey, yo, God, that was everything. No, hey, yeah, God. man, yo. blesses, blesses, blesses. That was yo. absolutely everything. No, everything. Nah, that was more than everything, yo. Yo, shout out to mom. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You whack. You whack piano <laughs> players. <laughs> you whack motherfuckers. <laughs> Go ahead, do it, do it, do it. I've right, been trying not to cuss, bro. I've been a non cuss rate. Don't curse, don't curse. You whack MC. Even though I was cussing earlier, but like, yeah. <laughs>
Nah, listen, yeah, fella, that was fire. I, we Thanks, should kind of like end on that though. Like, yeah. I gotta ask him the question. Oh, oh, wait, 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 no, say what you about to say though. Say what you about to say. Let's get it. Yo, give, yeah, give us some vibes. I know you about to do it, yo. <laughs> I want to talk about this, yo. Everybody in the chat loving it. Um, please, um, Aaron's world. AaronHillsWorld.com AaronHillsWorld.com Please get seven Jesus of these Christ. For the kids Number of completion yep. um, <clears throat> But this is something That should be in Every school This should be mm-hmm. In the elementary schools Clearly Clearly yes. it makes perfect sense Right but it should be In the middle schools Right Because now Going through this Now you you at the place Where you're trying To impress your peers So now it forces yeah. you If you have to read that To get out of your Comfort zone And afraid of your confidence Right in high school, you need to, you need to see this to be to create your own. Yeah, like this is the springboard to create your own. Whatever, what, what? Think about that, yo. Because whatever your talent is, because because now if it's part of the curriculum, it's in elementary school, it's middle school. You've seen it so much, right. yo. I can create my own. Because at some point, everything corny when you're in high school. All right, cool. Create your own. Yes. Right, bro. Corny. So talk about it. I've been fortunate that my my style of humor is corny first, because what it lets me be. Is be able to be me and accepting of something that for many other people is not their cup of tea. Mm-hmm. I call it the Thelonious Monk effect. Mm. Let's talk about this. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of my jazz books has a little joke and it says, yeah. <laughs> it says the only reason why Thelonious Monk stopped playing is because he couldn't find any more wrong notes to play. But he had a theory. As long as you resolve the chords, you can play whatever you wanted. And that's the whole point right there. What they were essentially saying is that he pushed the boundaries. He Mm -hmm. pushed the limits. So I call it the Thelonious Monk effect. And I turned it into a life philosophy. So there's a couple steps to it. Number one, if you start off doing the thing that's in your heart, and it might be against the grain, it might be different. People will look at you and just rail against you because you're going against the grain. And it's something that either A, they don't understand, they can't appreciate, or they were taught to reject. Mm-hmm. But then if you continue, if you if you have the kind of resilience, and I'm fortunate, that's why I want to talk about my mom. Mm-hmm. If you have that, then you can persevere. You get to step two, where eventually people start then even out where they're looking at you like wait a minute nobody in their right mind would continue to do this because the majority is not for this and this is not popular it's not the norm Mm -hmm. if you persevere through that and you get to step three then what will happen is like we were talking about earlier with our dreams it's like you'll get to the point where people the your people your tribe Mm mm-hmm will be supporting you so much and validating what you bring forth yeah, right. that people will then start to look at themselves, same equation, and go, wait a minute, is it me? Because nobody would do this in their right mind, but a lot of people are like following this. And now I'm starting to be the mi- minority where I'm, I'm the, the only one. one. I'm not yes. <clears throat> And then people call you genius for the same thing that they once railed against you mm. or called you crazy for. It's the, the Thelonious Monk effect. That's deep. I just so happen to be fortunate, man, because so I'm going to talk about my mom for a few, right? You got it. My mom is the first in our family to go to and graduate from college. The first in our whole family. What did she study? So she became a school teacher Mm -hmm. and then she, she got, and she's an elementary school. Oh, she was, she retired now after 30, like six years, 36 years. But 
she happened to go into school at the time when they needed teachers. Yeah. So she got a full scholarship. She got into Morgan State University in the first semester being around all these people that had much more intelligence than what she was used to. She looked at it and she was like, man, I don't fit in here. I'm not going to be able to make it. So she didn't think she fit. So she was ready to drop out. And there was a counselor, serendipity plus intention equals life. There was a counselor that was like, <clears throat> okay, look, just give it, just give it a, you know, give it this time, give it a yeah. semester. If it doesn't work out, okay, but if it does, and that would go on to mean that she would get a degree because it worked out. Yeah, clearly. She's, she became an, a teacher's assistant at 18, and she sat in the classroom, and as she looked at the other students, she looked at all the deficiencies and wrote down a list of all the deficiencies that she had. And she said that when she had a child, she would work from this list to reverse engineer a different human being. Mm. And that literally is the foundation of my life. So I opened my eyes. That's a superhero. How you create a superhero? I opened my eyes to Encyclopedia, the red and black. <laughs> I remember them. Red and gray, red and black. In the bookshelf, the bottom level, the bottom two levels of a bookcase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I opened my eyes to the that. Room. Yes. <laughs> I know. I know. I opened my eyes right next to the uh the sofa furniture with all the plastic. Plastic on it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yo, yo. We live the same life. So between that, that was my childhood opening my eyes to encyclopedias and everything around the apartment being labeled with words and symbols and shapes, going mm. to the museums weekly, being put in arena players for dance, going to museums and enchanted forests and all these places weekly. And my mother and being in baseball and all these things, my mother just like really exposed me, gave me the exposure and education. And that literally reverse engineered a whole different human being. See, and I think, as we winded it down, but I don't think that was exposure to education as it was to the world, to life, right? Because mm. I think education is a process. How we think of education, if someone says education, you think in textbooks and teachers. Well, what I versus think of is where you were, you were ex just exposed to world, to what, life. What we, what I think of education as is what we know and think we know to this point in time. And that's just at all times. Yeah, so it's, it's a it's a float, it's a river, it's a boat and a river that's always moving. It's yeah. an influx. Yep, it's a it's a fluctuation. It's a continuum. So yeah, my mother. Yeah. Yes, it was like the most like world that we knew and the most that we knew and the things we were exposed to mm -hmm. at that time. And learning what you didn't. So you you were heavy in museums. Mom's taking you to museums and chance of force. That's a that's a dope spot. Yeah. Did y'all ever make it to like the Smithsonian's, DC? Not as not as a kid, but definitely as an right adult. past that. Yeah, because then that became my my aspiration. So I just naturally always Absolutely. found myself in those places okay. and continue to. Have you been to the African American Museum of History and Culture? I haven't, and I'm so looking. Oh my people. gosh, know, yo! Right? <laughs> right. No, no, no. Right. It's not even you, but literally, I think it's skewing up now. I used to say ninety percent. It might be like ninety-seven percent of our guests haven't been. Yeah. We got over 200 episodes. Not all released, but over 200 episodes. Been doing this for five years. Damn. I have no I have no excuse. No, I'm, it's not a, it's not a judgment. Like, it's just yeah, no, it's, it's like, a curious it's, yeah. it's curious. It's interesting. Yeah, man. yeah. Especially brothers it's brothers like you. Yeah. Ancestors queens as well that are deeply rooted in culture, right. education that haven't not that you have to be but it's just interesting it's that more. I would have like, thought that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. Right time, right place, right? So yeah. my 
So my best friend, she literally, she came to uh, Baltimore for two weeks mm-hmm. for this um, book launch and everything. And she made it her last trip to go there. Mm-hmm. And I was just tripping on the phone with it. Like, it's crazy. You from Canada. I'm right here. This is the- We place. take it for granted. But it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, it's just right time, right place. Like when I'm there, I'm gonna be so happy because I'm like, yo, this yeah. this right. is when I'm, yeah. spo- you know, because you in the list. meantime, yeah, I'm here, and I'm experiencing that dopeness absolutely right here. Do you know? Did you know that um, Jay Dilla's uh, MPC was in the Smithsonian? Nah, yeah. Bro. Which one? His the main one. No, yeah. I mean with, with Smithsonian. Oh, the one the, the African American. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Damn. Crazy, right? I gotta go. So, I, so because so <laughs> my co-host, right? But I'm working on the trip, just trying to figure out. All right, I'm thinking November-ish, because October is gonna be hitting it too soon. Yeah. Um, if, if maybe October, but thinking November-ish, maybe even December, like a nice. I love it. Holiday time, winter time in yes. DC. Yes. And just like you know, hundred tickets. Yes. Let's Even get it. We just, yo, we meeting up, we bussing. However, we figure it out to do it, but hundred tickets reser- reserved. Right. Um, for everybody keep me posted but you but you familiar with the national mall and the, and yeah 100 i've been to yeah, that, yeah absolutely to i know you have yeah yeah so yep. so so imagine this then so you you know intentionally they they put the african-american museum as adjacent to the washington monument but you yeah. maybe you checking out um the the native american smithsonian my favorite is air and space yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could be there. I could be in there all day. And I know everything that's in there, and I could just keep and going still, through that. Right? Yeah, I could read everything twice. <laughs> yo, yeah. Yes, that's how I am. So they see you like, oh snap, Aaron, yo, I got, I, yo, I seen you on Bourbon and Boy Shorts. I got the book. Matter of fact, I keep it in my bag. They call you, right. they grab you by your foot. I'm like, yo, I need you to speak to the people. Like, rap or do something. I need you to speak, yo. Our our, our guest speaker couldn't get here. I need you to speak. So uh-huh. you're like, all right, so. They pull you to this random. You didn't even notice it. Random podium. Yeah. So it's a microphone like the one microphone, you have right, right here. Yeah. So you're like, all right, I can talk to them. They like, all right. So you look out like, all right, who am I talking to? Right. Look out to the audience. All right. It's a sea of black people. Like, yes. All right, bet it's my people. Too yes. easy. Yes. But you look closer. Mm-hmm. It's a sea of brothers. Mm. You at the real brother much, mm. and you can ask a million black men mm. one question. Mm. And they'll each answer you with their true and unique answer. What do you ask? Mm. I love it. I would ask them. when you open your eyes every day no matter what kind of life you live whether you've been silver spoon in your mouth whether you work very hard and you're at the top of a particular place in your life that you've earned or whether you're dealing with the absolute muck and mire and the shit of life when you open your eyes and when you have a moment where life is worth living what inspires you when i'm going i'm a, i'll paraphrase when i'm going through when i'm going through when life is life and i open my eyes for me i'm envisioning opening my eyes when i wake up in the morning what inspires me yes what makes you feel like life is literally worth that moment that you're in mm, right there what what if it's worth living 
Yep. Right. What What does make me life? What does what motivates me to live that moment? Yep. That moment. No matter all the other contrasting mm-hmm. moments where life feels like shit, in that moment, what makes life worth it and happy and fun and just like wow, this is cool. It's a lot of answers to this, but like if I'm being truthful and transparent. Yes. Proving to myself that I'm a man. I think that's the thing. When I wake up every morning, I gotta prove to myself, like, yo, nah, you ain't no sucker. Mm. You ain't no punk. Mm. Queens, excuse my language, you ain't no bitch. You ain't no whole ass nigga. I ain't no I ain't no whole ass nigga. <laughs> like nah, you know. Mm. When I wake up, I'm like, nah, I got nah, nobody punking me. I deserve this. I I deserve to be here. Yeah. I'm true for this. What's the uh the yeah. Cedric line? I die for this. Yeah. Right. That's that's the thing. Um. And but it's a cascading thing. It waterfalls down, it trickles down. Yes, it does. To a bunch of other things, like it the does. fact that, like, yo, it does. I deserve to have a wife. I deserve to have a family. I deserve to be a father. Yes. Right. Yes. I deserve my position at work. I deserve to have my household. I deserve to have my car. Yes. I, d- I deserve to have my faith. Yes. I de- I, de- I deserve to be blessed. Yes. Ooh. Right. Yes. yes. All of that is the reason why. Because yesterday I may not have felt like that. Yes. Right? Yes. But today I'm determined too. Yes. So that's um if I'm you know being fully transparent, I, I could give you the cool Nope. I do this I for my kids. That. I wouldn't want that. I do this for my fa- you know, no, nah, I, I do this that. to prove to myself. That wouldn't be you. <laughs> that wouldn't be the real you. I do this to prove to myself that I'm a man. So that I love that. <clears throat> a the reason why that would be Nah, I'm sorry, bro. That was the perfect <laughs> It was amazing. That was the right. The reason why that would be my question is because as a person who is a three-year psychotherapy student mm-hmm. and who studied it just to help his friends, family, and community, and who now is a certified mindfulness and meditation teacher and mm-hmm. is trying to help people every week with dealing with their emotions, accepting themselves, dealing with their stress. The reason why I would ask that question is because... If I could find out the thing, the one thing that inspires you in life, then that means that I know I can support you for the rest of life. Wow. Because no matter what type of life that a person has, even in their, even if they have the worst of the worst cards, mm-hmm. everything is relative. So that means in the worst of the worst cards, there's a moment where something, even if it's something that we take for granted, is appreciated. And what I could do is understand what that is and be able to utilize that in order to support that person to be able to live the fullest quality of life than they can possibly live. And then the second question after that question, Mm -hmm. especially with the answer that you just gave me would be what makes you feel like a whole ass nigga? What makes you feel like all the things that you describe you don't want to be? What would the thing, what would be the things that you say that make you feel like that, that you're actually, you know, pushing against and just making sure that that's not where you are and that's not where you stay. You want to jump in this, Kyle? You want to? Well, I still got to answer the first one. Right. Which one am I answering? I'm asking. You, you want to answer, answer the second one or I, I answer the second one you jump um, into the first? So you got the first one. So I'll take that one. Like what makes oh, you feel like yeah. that? I think it's years of being years of buying in right yeah. years mm-hmm. of buying into my own negative uh 
I don't know the word for it, but just years of buying into the negatives that I've set for myself. Yes. Knowing I didn't have to do that. Yes. And like for me to have to tell constantly tell myself like, nah, you're not that. And yeah. then it's like your your fight is the is the angel and the devil on the shoulder. Yeah. You're you're constantly fighting that. And it's you're telling yourself like, nah, you're not this and then it's always that something that can happen, a situation that can happen and it's like, Yeah, see, I told you, bro, like you you're not you're not built for this life or you're not built for yeah. that. Uh, today, last two weeks have been very testy for me. Yeah. Right. Like I could be a, <laughs> I could buckle under the pressure, or right. I could be the man that I know that Buster. I've, that I've projected to be for myself yeah. and push through. Buster, and I'm yeah. telling you right now, like some years ago, maybe, yeah. maybe, in the, maybe even a year ago, a there was no way that I could have handled this situation yeah. without seeming helpless and right. and always looking for handouts and the last two weeks really tested me as a man to be yeah. like nah bro you got this because yeah. you you've had right. you've Before. had this all along Before, but yeah you didn't you didn't rely on yourself enough mm. and uh this last two weeks yo i relied on myself mm. i didn't i, I didn't it. call nobody i didn't say nothing to nobody right and I got it done. Right. I was able. I mean, just you know, a little little insight to it. This week, <laughs> yo, like you know when people say like, yo, as fast as you get money, it's gone it's like gone. the next minute. Like my money was gone. Like literally, like when I say like I check my account, like oh this this check about to be lit. Like I got I got time to, bro. <laughs> hold up. No, cause you don't know, bro. Like, listen, like, don't, yo, don't, don't yo, listen, yo, don't listen. Yo, this F1, check, bro. I was like, yo, it's going the fuck yo. up. But then, I, and when I say it was going up, again, Aaron, what high sound, Aaron? Yo, not even that. It was. That's some basic. Yeah, 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 no, no, nah, not even that room. sound. I yeah. didn't. It didn't even get a chance to go. Shoo, it went. <laughs> oh, oh, it teleported. It was that. It, it was, it, I'm sorry. That shit said. What, what's my man? Harry Potter. What's my man? Morgan Minnie. Neener, neener. That shit like got the fuck up out of here quick. That bewitched about it this motherfucker like yeah immediately and i was like damn <laughs> and i looked i was like damn that's crazy i ain't even get to like right didn't even have a chance oh, and so get my paycheck meal for real no so i was like all right yeah paycheck meal is 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 you know what i'm talking is about vital you know what i'm talking about yeah. everybody has a paycheck meal we're gonna talk about that later off air off air but because I, I gotta get ready to go speaking of oh, paycheck right, man, right, i got right. yeah i got yeah. i gotta go to I work but, but um oh, no like this this past two weeks man with with my car and then actually you know like you know home finances and yeah. kids finances for school yes my own personal finances things i had to take care of i was like damn like yeah. how i'm going to do all this and then i actually was able to do all to of it, do it yeah. thank god that there's auto pay in your right, right, your right. bills blink you, you, they, they blink up out of here for a reason because it needed to be situated for bigger situations yeah today i had like yo tuesday i was driving driving from work yeah, motherfucking my, my serpentine belt snapped off my car, yo. Right. Mid drive, like I'm going eighty Life. something miles an hour, yo, and I'm like, Life. wow, that's crazy. Yep. Call AAA thing, and that's an adult thing. I got AAA, yeah. so like I ain't got to worry about calling somebody. Oh, Jay, where you at? I gotta wait for Jay to get off work to to wait for the tow truck with me, so then he right. can. I don't have Probably. to do that no more. I got AAA, yeah. yo. AAA, hey, I'm here. Hey, yeah, AAA will be there in an hour. Cool, whatever. I'll sit on the side of the road. Yeah, chill with some music and. Yo, I, I was able Cold. to take care of my business today. 
I had to get my car fixed twice today. Got my car fixed twice today. Was able to still go grocery shopping. Was able to still main, you know, like was able to still like do things for myself and yeah. still make it here today. Because low key, I was I was about to figure out how the fuck I was gonna get here today. I get it. But I was like, yo, God worked it out, and I'm not even upset. Like yesterday, I couldn't I couldn't drive yesterday because the car was sitting down. But it was like it gave me a chance to be in the house and get things down. together. And, and, yeah. But get to things together in the house. Yeah. And. Like I talked to my boy Ike, my boy Ike came through. Shout out to Ike. He came through today. He sat, you know, and I, I actually, I actually cooked, had some dinner, left over, and he ate some food, and we were just talking, and like, yo, I broke down in tears, and I was just, mm -hmm. he was just explaining his life, like, bro, we've been going through this, that, finances, wife, kids, that, and I'm like talking to him, and I said, and I just smiled, and I like really started crying. I was like, what the fuck? And it, mm -hmm. I said that like wow. out loud. He was like, what's wrong? Wow. I was like, yo. I said, bro, you're really my friend, yo. Like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, I really don't, as a man, I have a very small circle of people. Like, there's yeah, a lot of people that know here. me. Same here. Which is cool. Affiliates. But there there are people Associates. who, there are people who, like, I can really say, like, yo, that is my friend. Yes. We've never crossed no lines. I've never tried anything with his wife. We've been there for each other in in so many situations we have so many similarities same thing with jay yeah me and jay only met five six years ago yeah and more than that now but um, but i'm just saying but yeah. our our yeah. come on bro like but the the podcast has been five 2017 years. is when we really like 16 16 2016 all yeah, right so so yeah, six yeah, years yeah yeah, yeah yeah so six years now so me and jay and, and we cousins but yeah. we just met each other in 16 so yeah so so wow, that's deep. So having yeah, only a six year a, relationship yeah, with somebody, I send you that podcast. Yeah, Woo! but having only a yeah. six year relationship with somebody, but, yeah. but also versus a 15, 16, 17 year relationship with somebody, and having brothers and just knowing that there are people around you who keep you and may value you as a certain person who looks like there's that nigga just always look like he has a good day or I can count on Kyle mm -hmm. to give me that comic relief like right. yo and I'm like <clears throat> probably not even the strongest strongest person that you should rely on but people will look for me to be yeah. mm -hmm. they look for me to be a who certain you are. yeah who I am for who them in their life are. and who you, are. you know Jay yes. me and me and Jay have our personal conversations but you know like with him it's like I don't know I don't know his brotherly situation, you know, his brotherly relationships, but I know with him, because I am an older brother, we have conversations where like, like a couple Fridays ago, we were sharing wine and, <laughs> it, it, but, but, but Shout I also swell brother Clarence. We yeah. were uh, checking him out on oh, a Friday. Yeah. But I always do this yes. with Jay, right? I always do this with Jay. Like if there's anything we have to split, I always give him the bigger calf, right? Mm -hmm. Always give him the bigger cut, whatever it is. Like I, I make sure he gets more of what it is than that I have. Right. And we were splitting a bottle of wine, and I was like, I was like, does this shit look even? And I was like, yo, it's one of he was like, nah, yo, take that shit. I was like, and so I poured, 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 and I gave him the last bit. Yeah. And I was like, here, bro. And he was like, nah, bro, I don't need all. I said, yo, just take it. So I was like, bro, I'm a big brother. Like, I'm a big brother at heart. Right. I'm always going to give you the, you the oldest, oldest. You're the oldest yeah. of five, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm the youngest of six. Oh, so it's like, I'm, I'm going to always <laughs> give him, <laughs> nah, regardless of what happens, I'm going to always give him, yeah. you know what I mean? Y'all teach each other so much yeah. based off of the opposite yeah. style. Yeah, so it's, so it's like even when we fit because of that as well. So it's like even when we One even when we have uh even when we have like payouts from events, like <laughs> it could be something as small as like, yo, That's we, real. we were old, 
$73.46. And I'll be like, bro, just give me the give me 72 and you keep the dollar 48 to yeah. yourself. He'll be like, nah, you sure? I'm like, bro, it's cool. I love it. And oh he'll be like, why you always do that? I'm like, nigga. And, and a lot of times I'm like, bro, I don't know, but just keep That's the who you are. keep That's the change. Keep the, the change, you filthy animal. You're right. <laughs> That's who you are, and that's yeah. what you bring to the table, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You like it. Okay, so I have a mantra that I say to people where I say, It is important for you, most important, for you to be around people where you feel seen, safe, and supported. Uh, yeah, seen, respect. Seen, safe, that's and supported. That's the show title. Worded, bro. <laughs> And nah, that's for real. What, that's what this is. Uh, yeah. Love it. Yo, that carries Absolutely. over to a lot of stuff. Like that's something I've I've learned in relationship. Yeah. We talk romantic relationship, but also brotherhood relationship, right. family relationship. Yes. But yes. specifically in romantic relationship, would you say seen, seen, safe, and safe supported. and supported? Yes, it is important. Like yeah. if you, when I learned to provide that, or to start to look to provide that. Yes changes the game it does and, the, here's and i'm a, still growing i'm not there yet so nobody dm me i'm growing i'm growing <laughs> but the beautiful part though is that in your growth and so this is what the whole journey is about the whole journey is about being able to accept yourself at every stage of the game yeah. right where you are and that's not as easy as said and done yeah because it depends on where you come from and what kind of validation you had as far as accepting yourself determines how you work with that mm-hmm attachment theory so i'm loving what you're saying because that's exactly what it is being around people where you feel seen safe and supported is the most important thing that you can have as a human being absolutely most important thing right now the most important thing for me right now is mental health when it comes to our community and it's the reason why I went to school for psychotherapy for three years mm -hmm. it's the reason why I became a certified mindfulness and meditation teacher so that I can just help us with that part. Okay, so that was real. That wasn't just I saw you had pictures with you meditating. It wasn't just for proposing. It's really, it's really who you are. Yeah, it's really, it's really who I am, and it's really where I am right now. I honestly want to say to y'all yeah. that even though we get a chance to experience music on a regular basis every Monday night at our house, facts seven to I love 10, the plug. Yeah, absolutely, Baltimore's best jam session every Monday it night. Is, it is at our house. 301 West 29th Street. I'm in the house, man. Love it, love it, love it. Like, self-care for me, mental health mm -hmm. for me, most important thing. Yeah, Let me tell you something. The most significant thing that makes us separate from other animals is the fact that we have an accelerated brain that allows us to be deeply self-conscious. Hmm. is a thing that allows us to go to our highest heights but it's also the thing too that allows us to go to our deepest mm -hmm. negative depths because when you're mm. when you have this level of self-conscious everything that has pros has cons my point is this with that being the case and with that just being who we are i'm is why i'm glad to be in the in the place of working with mental health and it's why i'm glad that and incorporation with the music is the most important thing to my whole entire life right now when it comes to the work that I'm doing from day to day. And with you. Yes. So I have a concept called 5M. Okay. 
And 5M is where I teach people how to use music, movement, meditation, mindfulness, and mantra to relieve their stress, anxiety, grief, depression, improve their sleep, and increase their overall peace. Mm. On a regular, on a weekly basis, I'm doing family-friendly self-care workshops to help people to manage their stress using those modalities. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also releasing online guided meditations and, and talks and these kind of things that help people to just every day cope with life and its ups and downs. Aaron, I want you, I want you to come back and specifically and only talk about mental health. I love it. Let's right? do it. Tell the people how to find a book, but think about that. You know, we, 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 yep. we got your, we got your origin story, like a superhero, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about the music. Right. You gonna when I finish, you gonna tell everybody how to find a book, and we gonna get out of here. But I want you to come back and specifically talk about mm-hmm. mental health. Maybe some that. sprinkles of education, because I hear acronyms mm-hmm. and iteration. So I know those are learning mechanisms to remember things. So I, all together, yeah. I really, I really want to unpack that. But that's not this episode. Hundred percent. You see what I'm saying? But uh, tell them about the book. But we need to come back and just specifically talk about mental health. We I think that's that. a real conversation. We do we talk about. We will do that. So to purchase my children's book my autobiography as well as mindfulness and meditation book for children you can go to aaronhillsworld.com you can order the book you can also see where i am on a weekly basis and you can also hear about this mental health work that i have going on on that same website at aaronhillsworld.com what's your social medias yeah i love it social medias (laughs) everywhere at aaronhillsworld.com and then for the mental health stuff, and we will talk about in the next episode. Yeah. But until then, for everybody, absolutely, please go to 5mselfcare.com. 5M. Move five, move. 5M. Right. <laughs> 5mselfcare.com for weekly self care Saturday workshops that I'm hosting every Saturday and also weekly meditations oh, wow. to help you with everything under the sun as far as as far as issues in life 5mselfcare.com if you get a chance to listen to the meditations all i want to know is how they make you feel and then we go from there into the next conversation about mental health absolutely so i'll, I'll get with your manager because you know Aaron, we had we we didn't book this through Aaron. we had to go through his manager you know i'm just want to say yo he big time now i can't even talk to him directly <laughs> i got help i got help I got to help so I can be an nah, entrepreneur. Nah, nah, that's how you grow. Be an entrepreneur that's how you and not grow. be burned out every goddamn you do the things that you, day you, doing every goddamn thing for myself. You got to do the things you need at and let everyone else do the things that they great at. Shout out to Sherry. Good old Shout out to Sherry. Hey, Sherry. you're not here in the back, bro. Yeah. <laughs> DJ, we good? I love dope, dope, We're more than good. Dope chicks of the week. <laughs> dope queens of the um, week. Something took place. Oh, did we shout out black women at whiskey? Let's shout out black women at whiskey. Black shout out Shout out Miss Enchanter. Yes, Miss Enchanter. Miss Enchanter and, uh, <laughs> They was in the chat for a nah, little bit. No, 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 no. what's what's her homegirl's name? Aaron. 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 Yeah. So 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 Aaron. 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 No, but I was about to ask if y'all No, we had we had a we had an amazing time. Um I got a shout out uh Yaz. She's still doing her thing, you know, traveling and 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 still putting on the uh in uh in ordinary uh, art exhibit, oh my daughter, my daughters, but specifically one daughter, 
who just now turned 15. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. My baby girl's 15 too, bro. Jody, Jody just turned 15, so I love you. Happy birthday, uh, birthday. Happy birthday to you, my love. You are growing into a amazing young woman who I feel like the hand of God is going to reach you one day. But until that day, I, I, I love you. I'm so proud of you. And, uh, you know, shout out to the new beginnings of your school year now. You got a fifth grader and a sophomore. That's just <laughs> yeah, crazy, that's bro. Crazy, right? Uh, you got here, a shotgun bro. too? Literally same here. Yeah, like, so tank. Let's go shotgun shopping. Yeah, yo. We can get them tank, without the license. I'm, yeah, because I don't got time to be, be running and chasing shooting. I got, <laughs> I got, I got one, one shot. There. I'm sniping. I'm sniping shit. Yeah, I too. Yeah, I don't got time, bro. But nah, I, I, I want to just shout out. You know, all the women. You know, all, I want to shout out every black woman ever. So yeah, like, just thank y'all for being you. Um and. Yeah, I love you. Peace. Yes, yes. Peace. Well, look good. Love, nigga. Like what? Right. I want to say thank y'all. Can yeah. I say thank y'all yeah, before thank we you. get out of here? Appreciate you, brother. It's been two years in, in the making coming. Yeah, absolutely. We, we met on the first day of 2020, and it was a pretty <sighs> nice. special day. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. We were bartending, right? Yeah, yeah, we were bartending. Let me just say this, y'all. Okay. That first day of 2020, we had no idea. No idea. Bruh, come on, bro. Yo. We had no idea. That's right. Bree was bartending. We had, yeah. we, that was 20, fuck, no, that was 2020. Yeah. You serious? We, yeah. It was 2020. It was the first day. I got to look at those pictures again. We had no idea what would happen three months later. And we would also have no idea how we would find ourselves nah, during this time. We would have no idea that we, nah. would, we would have to face ourselves at a whole new level. Dude, bro, Excuse come on. Me. Next yeah, episode, right? Yeah. Next episode, just, my man was in Montebello. I didn't get to that. That's next episode. Montebello <laughs> playing for the people. 150 concerts yeah. I've done outside since the pandemic. Since May 29th, 2020. Street serenades. Mm -hmm. Damn. 155 this past weekend. That's fly. We continue the conversation. It's been yeah. amazing, gentlemen. It's been amazing, man. Well, this has been a pleasure. A uh, long time coming. Yes. Uh, we're winding down now. We're, we are yeah, wound yeah. down. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't really have anything else to, yeah. to say, but I know that we just had a great time tonight. So thank you everybody Absolutely. for tuning in Absolutely. and sticking thank with you. us. Thank you for staying. And with we're us. not frauds, IG. So stop I, playing yo. with us. Like it's <laughs> us. We it's me, nigga. It's, it's us, me, nigga. Yeah. So thank y'all for everything. Uh, y'all know what it is. Uh, tune in next Thursday and stay tuned for the next uh, Wednesday night event next episode. Oh, everybody! I didn't shout out this. We then we get out of here. September 22nd, Thursday, September 22nd. We're doing a live podcast that's will pull up at 8 p.m. Um, it's BYOB. There is a corkage fee. I'm rhyming like my man AE. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, but uh, please, please come out to our live <laughs> podcast. We're going to interview Chef Heather. Um, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Being respectful because I'm at work. <laughs> I ain't mad at work. That's what you're supposed to be the most like and <laughs> respectful at the same time. Nah, but Swill is a dope spot. Um, exposed <laughs> brick, black art. Yeah. Um. Oh man, they have a curry chicken salad. I play shit is amazing. Opening. I got a chance to play for the opening, y'all. You did? Yeah. Oh, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you that, that, feel that feel good. Yeah. Good, so. That feel good is there every Swill. Friday. Yeah. Um. So you'll see me there tomorrow. That's my Friday spot now. I bring I bring a mm, bottle and. That's dope. I vibe out, yo. That's, 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 yeah. that's what so, I do now. So without we get further ado, yeah, without further ado, y'all know what it is. We go through this every win, every, every Thursday. Raise your glass, raise your glass. So grab your glass, brother. If you yes, have anything sir, yes, left, sir. 
Y'all know what it is. Thank you for tuning in us. Tune in in with us. Yes, and sir. as always, love, love life and libations. Libation ships. You gotta watch what the media feeds you and don't be a poison animal, eat it neither. It's harder than it sounds, cause nowadays they put that swine in everything. The white sugar so addictive as pure cane, they got pork in the toothpaste.